And then I switch software and I... Nope! You liar! Go away! <laughs> I rebuke you! Okay. Jesus, go away! <laughs> I, th I think it's ready now. Although that sounded... All right. All right. Okay. Let us pray. Gracious loving God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for your word. We give you thanks for this chance to share it with others. Uh, God, guide us that we may speak your, indeed speak your truth. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen. Good evening. No, come on. Do it. There we go. Good we evening, friends. Um, and welcome uh, to a slightly ragtag edition of Scripture Talk. Um, I am Pastor Trey Comstock. With me as ever is... Sister Brandy Dudley. Pastor Scott Ketchot. For those of you who are catching, for those of you catching this after the fact, you may not have any sense of what's going on. Um, but for those of you catching us live, one of the reasons why we don't have Stacy is it's Saturday night, um, and so we are doing <laughs> Saturday Night Live, um, just slightly early. Um, this is a, a Saturday night edition of Scripture Talk because um, I leave with the youth on a mission trip um, right after worship tomorrow. And trying to fit a podcast in while I am doing UMR Me in West Columbia, Texas, is just not going to happen. Um, and so the only time uh, we could squeeze this in was Saturday evening. We've been praying over churches, uh, preparing uh, for Sunday, and then here we are. Um, and so we're, we're way out of sync because then we're all going <laughs> to preach a sermon on the, on the Tuesday Whatever. Um, we just, you know, it's a podcast you don't want to miss. You don't, you know, so here we are. It's Saturday Night Live. Um, and we are live doing... Live from Palestine. It's li Saturday Night. Live from Palestine, Texas. It's Saturday Night. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, welcome to it. Um, and that, that's why Stacy's not here is because, you know, we are way out of schedule. Um, so... Um, bear with us, friends. It's always a little strange when I am both, you know, so in this hand, this works great for the video version, doesn't play for audio. In this hand, I have the tablet with the scripture on it. Um, and then on this hand, I'm not going to unplug this because it's going to die. I have another tablet that controls everything. Um, it's, you know, there's all this stage business happening just off camera. Okay. Our scripture of this evening um, is the other, one of the other ones about potters and clay. Um, this is Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 1 through 6. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Go down to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was working at his wheel. The vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand, and he reworked it into another vessel, as seemed good to him. The word of the Lord came to me, Can I not do can I not do with you, O house of Israel, just as the potter has done, says the Lord, just like the clay in the potter's hands, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. So if last if the last time we talked about potters and clay, it was Isaiah 64, which is the people looking at God and saying, hey, you made us. Don't forget us. Um, this is God now speaking to the people um, saying, just as I made you, um, I can unmake you or I can remake you. Um, this is, this is somewhat, um, potter and clay being used as I brought you into this world. I can take you out of it. Um, or I brought you into this world. I can bring others into this world, or I brought you into this world and I can remake you, um, as you know, as I deem appropriate. 
look, not not every pot turns out right the first time, and, and sometimes it needs to be totally smashed um, and totally redone and start over. Uh, you know, every every potter shed, every you know pottery studio I know involves a lot of broken pots. Um, and so we're seeing, you know, if, for this analogy, Israel can be remer- reworked or remade. But this is very much like if last time it was like this plaintiff, like, oh, God, be with us. This is a threat. This is OK. Um, but like I can rework you or rework something else that isn't you entirely. <laughs> God's kind of saying, uh, Israel, you're a cracked pot. And you got to fix it. But, um, yeah, it's this whole idea of God just reminding them also that it's for his purpose, not their purpose. Right. Whereas they didn't want to be forgotten in the uh, Isaiah verse. God's saying, I'm not, but here's something else you don't need to forget. We're doing this my way, not your way. Uh There is a real, like, okay... You you love in some these two scriptures talk to each other right in in a real way maybe not directly but they certainly are in conversation like if one is the people saying I want you know I, I you are the potter we are the clay don't forget your creation and God says fine I won't forget I won't forget my creation yeah. um, but if you indeed admit confess that I am the potter and you are the clay then that means there are some thi- that means something. Um, that means I'm in charge. Um, and that means that I am going to rebuild you. Um, I, I, I can rebuild you to my purpose. Um, that this is not about what you want. This is what, this is about what I want. Um, and there's a real, like, you know, if you've ever watched a a potter working on a wheel, it's a real, like, forceful thing, right? There's a real, like, you know, forcefully remolding, especially something as thick, um, with as much clay as a pot, um, that I am going to rework you, and that process is not necessarily going to be a comfortable one. This is God's big chief tablet in number two pencil moment, where he's drawing him a picture through this illustration with the potter and the clay, say, look, if y'all don't get your act together, you're going to be just like that clay with the potter. That's basically what he's like. I'm letting you know I'm in control, and this is what will happen to you if you don't straighten up. But sometimes you have to be broken in order to be made. Well, there, I think that's also, you know, I think kind of what we're circling around is this idea of be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Right? Be careful what you wish for. You say, you, you, I am, you are the potter. I, I am the clay. You know, I, okay, 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 great. Um, now you got to do it right now. You've got to commit. Now you've got to dig in. Um, now you've got to let yourself be reshaped into God's image. So there is a real like, okay, you say that, you know, going back to a line from Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane, fine. Um, then my will and not yours, right? Where Jesus says, but not my will, but yours, O Lord. This is God saying, okay, you want me to be the potter? Um, okay, I am. You are correct. Well identified. That means you're the clay. Um, and the clay responds to the potter's purpose and not the other way around. Um, a, a while back, uh, James Henderson and I uh, did a, uh, a a skit that actually came from the skit guys. And it, 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 it focused on that verse about uh, being the masterpiece workmanship of God's hand. Uh, but it hit the same idea of where the individual starts complaining about how it hurts when God's chiseling. Yeah. And, and it's like, yes, but I'm getting to the masterpiece that I see. And yes, 
Sometimes that hurts. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's not the direction you think it wants to go. I know we often uh, love this image of God being the potter and us the clay, and he makes us into this beautiful, like, holy grail type awesome deal. But as God points out, you know, the potter determines what the the vessel is going to look like, mm-hmm. and it's built according to the purpose that is needed. For his and, purpose. And, and his purpose, exactly, right. and he's going to use it. And when things aren't going according to the purpose that it needs to be used for, or sometimes the you know the vessel gets stuck in the wrong spot, you know, God doesn't make a mistake, but we tend to move ourselves as living vessels. Right. We can fall and crack ourselves or break ourselves, which then requires repairs, and God is willing to do so. But sometimes that's a, uh, you know, no discipline is fun at the time, even though it brings good things for us. Well, and this is where, I, like, this picks into a key piece of Wesleyan theology that we talk about a lot. Like, this is another one of those images of what Wesley would call sanctifying grace, right? That when you are saved, you're the same jerk you were five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, you're just now, God counts, you're on a different list, right? There were, uh, there's the, you know, as with Santa Claus, there's two lists in the sky, right? There's the book of life and there's not. Um, and you're in the book of life. You, you don't deserve to be there, right? Um, you're, you're just there by the grace of God. That's justifying grace. Um, that's the getting saved. Okay. We're, we're, we're very comfortable with that. But then you're still the same jerk you were five minutes ago. You are no better. Um, but now can begin a new process. And that process is sanctification, uh, whereby you actually grow as a Christian. Um, and through the Holy Spirit working in your life, you learn to literally sin less um, because um, you are allowing God's grace to work on you and you are actively seeking God's grace so that it can work on you. And so a lot of what swirls around in Methodist theology and swirls around in John John Wesley's writing is, is not a focus on salvation, not because he doesn't care about it, but because he views it as the door, not the goal, yeah. right? Becoming saved, be, being justified in the eyes of God is just the beginning of a journey. And what John Wesley as a writer, as a theologian, was always more interested in is, okay, how do I take a person who has been justified and move them closer and closer and closer to Christian perfection? Um, and that, so that's where this idea of small groups comes from, right? That everyone's a member of a small group that asks really intense questions. And like the small group leader was required to check in on each member of the small group throughout the week. How are you doing with those things that we talked about? How are you doing? This is where John Wesley's idea of of seeking the means of grace comes from, of like allowing God to shape you on an ongoing basis. But that's not just saying, you know, that's not just a prayer life that says, hi, I'm here. Hi, use me, God. It is actively seeking, right? Actively studying, actively connecting other Christians, actively receiving the means of grace so that there is a level of effort always with God having moved first, thus it's not, does not break the works righteousness thing. This is still not earning your salvation. Still not. Um, but it is actively seeking the hands of the potter, right? Actively seeking to be reshaped by the potter. That it, that if this is in some ways a threat, I can reshape you. What John Wesley says is you should be really excited about that. You get mm-hmm. to be reshaped by the potter. You get to re- be reshaped by God. You should do everything in your power to open yourself up to God to be reshaped. 
and that is study, and that is small groups, and that is worship, and that is service, and that is an entire life seeking after being shaped by the hands of the potter. And that's a good thing because I myself, if I mess up somewhere, I'd be glad when somebody can make me over again and let's start it all over again. And it's not, okay, you're done after that, no more. So I'm glad he's a God of a second chance to uh, for us to get things right. And um, I like the part where it's like we go beyond, well, in my church, we're going to have this thing. We go beyond the amen. Right. Mm-hmm. That we don't say, just say the benediction and we're done. We, we need to go beyond that and show that grace, show that means of grace to other people around us that there is a chance to be molded and shaped into the way that God wants us to be. You know, I um, was thinking about that and how in this particular verse, it's him trying to give a wake-up call to those listening to change their perspective. You know, a lot of people outside martial arts uh, look at and they think of black belt as being the pinnacle that you get in martial arts, where when you're in the martial arts and you're going through it, you realize that black belt is a level of competence that's really stating a beginning of a a long thing. And oftentimes, I think in the church community, it's like that. They, They look towards salvation as, all right, I've attained salvation. I've got it. I'm good. But that's getting this, okay, well, I've got my ticket get out of hell free card stamped and that's all i got to do but that's never the point of it the point of what jesus wanted was that abundant life not in the hereafter someday when i'll fly away oh glory i'll fly away in In the the morning morning. when i die hallelujah by and by i'll fly fly away away. (laughs) you're welcome but uh for the here and now that abundant life that working through it as as you were saying that sanctifying grace is what it's all about the the beginning is getting salvation and that opens up a world of so many wonderful opportunities and things no everything that becomes sunshine and rainbows but there is so much that is opened up that you have access to that helps you get through this stuff that so often we we miss and uh you know it's 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 part of why i think sometimes uh, christians are running around with this beat down attitude and things like that because they're not giving opportunity for that to be worked out in their lives when it starts to like if you if you leave out the sanctifying grace part of it you can be you know you couldn't be blamed for looking around and going so why do i got to do all the rest of this stuff why do we why do we care? I'm saved. You know, I, yeah. I, you know, it's been a while since I've talked about it. You know, the pastor's kid, Alan, um, when I was in high school, you know, it was, or I was young, he was in high school. I mean, it's like, I'm saved. Therefore I can do whatever I want and, mm-hmm. I, and, and, and nothing bad's going to happen. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Jesus, because Jesus talks, Jesus mm-hmm. certainly talks about, you know, he is making a way for us, but also Jesus spends a lot of time about how we're supposed to live, right? He spends a lot of time. And like, if it's just about getting saved, punching a ticket and that's it, Mm -hmm. then that leaves out most of the contents of scripture, both the old and the new Testament and leaves out most of the words of Jesus. Like we get so, and and again, I don't, this is not like, and I'm not anti-salvation certainly, but we, I, John Wesley certainly wants this, and I happen to agree with him, put salvation in its proper context. It's it's a beginning, not an end. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a beginning to this entire life where 
we can live for God and thus become better people, um, live for God and thus sin less, be shaped by the potter. But then, because we've done that, now we're different. And then someone else who does that, they're different. And then another person does that, and they're different. And slowly but surely, the world changes mm-hmm. um, because God is working on so many hearts all at once and because so many hearts are seeking God all at once. The kind of motto, the whatever mission statement of the United Methodist Church is to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. That turns out when you participate in discipling, discipleship, process and other people participate in the discipleship process if you take it seriously you have now been formed into a better person and now the world is just filled with better people uh which means the world is a literally a better place so some of why we you know seek to be reformed by the hands of the potters for the sake of our own souls Mm -hmm. um and some of it is so that we can be a part of making the world a better place literally just by being better people yeah, I, th- I think it happens, I mean, helps when we get out of this idea that salvation is a one-time thing. Yeah. And, and, and think of it, you know, like Paul said, you know, I was saved, I am saved, I am being saved. It's a continual process. There's yeah. one grace. Uh, the prevenient, the justifying, and the sanctifying are all part of God's grace yes. of how it's applied in our lives. And therefore, it's more than just this one-time event and then I go on in life. It is something that is continually or is supposed to be continually worked out in us and you know it we we look at seminars of how to change the world and all of that but really that one-on-one getting one person uh changed who then goes and repeats that process uh second timothy 2 2 you know uh training other people from the things so that they can go and train others also that's the point and yeah what a change that that would have on the world if everybody was doing that. You know, we, it's the same. It reminds me of what Jesus, when they're asking about all the do's and don'ts and all the laws, what's the greatest? And he said, love the Lord your God with mm-hmm. all your heart, mind, soul, and love your neighbor yourself. If you focus on those two, the rest work themselves exactly. out. And I think that's what happens here with this. If we focus on having a good relationship every day with God, the rest of it's going to work itself out. Real simple to do. All those laws condense into two. <laughs> well, right, but so here's the other side of this, yeah, right? But no, so no, no, it's not a but. It, this is very much a yes and. Um, yes, and if we are focusing on being shaped by the Potter, mm-hmm. that also means we're not being dragged backwards. Yeah, right, because this is not a. This is not, to me. I know this is you know it hotly debated in Christian circles, uh, but certainly as a Methodist theologian, and this jives with my own with my own life. It's not a once saved always saved, right? Like this is a this is a, a journey you can opt into, and a journey you can opt yourself out of, and you can opt yourself out of at any moment. And certainly we see this in the ongoing the ongoing journeys of the nation of Israel. Um, in the Old Testament, they had opted themselves. Part of what's happening here in Jeremiah is don't opt yourselves out again. Let yourself be reshaped by the potter. So if we are allowing ourselves to be shaped by God, we are not being shaped by the other things that can try and pull us in another direction. Um, that this is not this is not for anyone always a one-way journey, mm-hmm. but we can make the journey more one way than another by a, by not just being open to being shaped, by actively seeking opportunities for God to shape us. 
Yeah, we either have free will or we don't. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, he doesn't take it away. And so uh, now you don't lose your salvation like you misplace your car keys. Uh-huh. No, but you choose it. You can choose to, to walk away. And so as long as, you know, for those that are worried, well, have I done something to cause it to lose? Or, no, don't, don't focus on that. Focus on having good relationship and the rest comes in place. Yeah, there's going to be mistakes. There's going to be slips. There's going to be falls. You're going to get up, dust yourself off, and keep going. That's why we believe he's a God of second chances, uh-huh. which we use second very loosely. It could be third, fourth, fourth fifth, yeah, sixth, yeah, it's a lot of many chances. It, it, it's, but the fact is, he looks at the heart. That's the difference between Saul and David. David screwed up, I honestly think, more than Saul did. But David did have heart, more opportunities, right? Like yes. David just had a longer but run. But yeah, he yeah. had an issue, though, and he said, God, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and that's it. That, that That's the difference is that willingness to run back to God, looking for a change created me a clean heart not, right. yeah, yeah. not save my kingdom and make me look good in front of the people right god i really don't want to look like a jerk god no it is great and clean <laughs> me and clean heart he, he goes through this you know elaborate um penitential ritual it's something this is another line we come back to a lot right and, and, I, and i and i like the way you phrase that holding that stark tension between David and Saul because neither of them were perfect kings. Yeah. You don't, I mean, the, the Old Testament doesn't have a perfect king in it. Um, but the kings that are rated as good versus the kings that are rated as bad, it is, are they allowing themselves to be shaped by the potter or reshaped by the potter, reshaped by God? It is not. It is not about having a perfect record, but it is about going back to God and saying, God, I messed this up. God, I need to be once again reshaped by you. And if we can stick with that, that's that's how we keep moving forward. That's how we that's how we keep moving in God's grace and that's how we can make the world better simply by our presence in it because we are being shaped by God. Uh-huh. And that, my friends, seems at least as good a place as any uh, to bring this in for a landing, um, to uh, call it a show. So for those of y'all who are with us. I can't, I can no longer see the preview monitor. Uh, so I'm flying blind. I am watching the ca- the camera changes are have, everything's fine. Um, but everything's also actively on fire. Um, thank you so much for joining us on another edition of a scripture talk. We will be back, um, in slightly more than one week's time, um, back on our normal Monday schedule, whatever mm-hmm. that is, that would be Monday, the 18th, 19th, Monday, the no- we'll be back Monday, the 19th, um, at our normal time of six o'clock, um, in the studio all of those things if you have any feedback for us uh leave it here uh, we're live on face leave it here on our facebook page um over on our youtube channel on our website uh, palestinegrace.com slash videos you can email us gracechurchpalestine at gmail.com if you'd like an audio only version of this show it will be up after the fact at uh just search scripture talk by grace church in your podcatcher of choice um also Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Fear not. Stay well. God is with us.